Hey everybody, it's Joey C, and you are listening to Dickhead Dad, a podcast where I talk shit about my kids. Now most of this only happens 10% of the time, the other 90% of the time, they're okay. Won't say that they're angels, but they're definitely okay. Today I'm talking about how my kids are back in school. I got all three boys back in school, which is super exciting, because now I don't have to pack lunches. The youngest kid I had to pack lunch for every day, which always sucked. The only thing I gotta do is remember to add a snack in their backpack, which I can manage to do that. The The hard part is getting them out the door, getting them out the door and in the man van. For some reason, this is one of the hardest things to do. And I don't know if it's just my great parenting technique that just has been failing, or I just haven't quite um, mastered it yet. But we're getting there. We're the second week in the school already. They started last week. Was it last week or the week before? It was last week, yeah. They started in the middle of the week, second week of August, which just seems super early, and I'm absolutely okay with it. I just wish that school would go till maybe July, end of July. That would be fantastic, but haven't won that battle yet with the school board, nor have I tried to fight that battle with the school board. The battle that I want to fight is the car line. The car line. People just... Ah, I hear a car line. I just, it just, uh, it just goes through me. I hate these car lines. And every school has a car line, except the youngest. The youngest, I actually have to walk them up to the door. I can't just let them out and just run. I guess they have like a law or I don't know. They got rolls against that for some reason for a four-year-old. But anyways, yeah, so they're all back in school. Um, it's been a nightmare trying to get them out the door, like I said. For some reason, shoes are like a big deal. We can never find shoes. They can't wear Crocs. We can always find these damn Crocs and sandals, but we can never find the shoes that they need to wear. They have tons of shoes, and we can never seem to find shoes or socks. Now that I have a cleaning lady, again, socks should not be an issue because she's folding them, sorting them, and stick them in the basket by the door so they can grab a pair on their way out. Uh, at the beginning, they they didn't have that. That that lady just started this week. Thank goodness, three times a week. Ah, what a lifesaver she is. Now, back to this car line deal, though. This car line is nuts. So we got to go like this. I feel like I'm in a racetrack on a racetrack when I take my middle son to school. It is, you have to go way out of your way, and they loop you up around. Now, it makes sense how they're doing it. It just really, really sucks the path that you have to take. The path that you take makes absolutely sense. How they do it does not make sense of once you get there and start dropping them off. So there's one line. And I kid you not that this line will be approximately two and a half to three miles long when you get there. Drop-off starts at 7.15. When I get there at 7.30, it's already backed up that far. It is nuts. And during pickup, they actually have, they, they make the road on one way, and they have cars on both sides. So it's not as bad, but it's still bad. Anyway, so for drop-off pickup line is, like I'm saying, it's just a nightmare. So the other day, it was only letting two cars out at a time. So the teachers come, they have to open up the door, let the kid out, and then you have this traffic cop that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. This traffic cop is terrible. He's been there last year too. The other guy, they sent him over to the high school. He was amazing. He he got you through and and the pickup or the yeah, pickup line would go so much smoother because this guy knew what he was doing. But now we got this old guy. Nothing against old people. I doubt I have any old listeners that are in their 70s, but this dude is probably in his 70s, ready to croak, blowing a whistle, directing traffic, and it's a five-way intersection. So, yeah, what a mess, right? But anyways, dropping these kids off, they are screaming. My kids, man, for some reason, they scream and scream and scream. Now, in the man van, I don't have a TV, but there's a lot of other luxury items. And if I was to design a van, 
obviously people who are designing vehicles don't have children. These like Tahoes and, and these vans, the Hondas and the Pacificas and the whatever Kia has, all these all these vans out there. The people are not parents with screaming kids. I can tell you that. They're probably like maybe have one kid or they have really, really, really small kids that will just cry. You give them a thing of milk and they go to sleep and they're good to go. Or you put them in the car and they sleep because they think they're on a rocker or something. I don't know. But they don't have three screaming boys. Now, what I would say is we get rid of all the leather seats. Just go back to cloth seats. I'd be fine with it. Cloth seats. We don't need TVs. We don't need all these USB outlets to plug their stuff in. We still do need that vacuum cleaner, though. You still need the vacuum cleaner that is in the van. Now, that was a, probably a mom thing. They're like, oh, shit, no. I got a kid that makes a lot of mess. Cherries everywhere. We need this vacuum cleaner in the van. So that's probably why that, that was in there. But where they're failing is between the driver's seat and all the way back. This is where they have failed to be brilliant. Now, in a limousine, they're brilliant because they have that window that goes up and down. And that is exactly what my man van needs. I need a partition wall in between my the back of my seat and the rest of the van that just goes up and down. So that way when they're screaming, just hit a button, just goes up, and I'm in peace and quiet. But that makes too much sense. It'd be too easy. But that would be the ticket. Anyways, yeah, so I'm always cutting it close when I drop my kids off. I drop one off, go to another school, drop him off, and then the last one gets dropped off. The last one's the biggest eater. It's my oldest son, and he's mad because he gets there 15 minutes before the bell rings. It doesn't give him much time to eat breakfast. That joker will eat breakfast here, and then he goes to school and eats breakfast. That's just what he does. The other two, they don't even want to eat breakfast here. They just want to eat it at school. Apparently, they make better breakfast than me, which I'm not surprised. So that is my little soapbox about car lines and screaming kids in the vehicle one thing i will say is that i always hear like build that wall build that wall i wish these people that would say that would go to these car manufacturer now i have not voted for a president in a couple elections now because i didn't like either of my choices in them but if there's a president or a candidate out there that's gonna run for presidency and you say i am gonna pass an executive order for to make it mandatory that they have to put partition walls in vehicles that carry kids. It's going to be a federal law throughout the whole United States. That person will get my vote. I don't even care what the rest of their policies are. They got my vote. That's how passionate I am about building those partition walls. So, yeah, build that wall. Thanks for listening to Dickhead Dad. Peace out. We're in the middle of a crisis. The unprecedented surge is harming the United States, and I believe the steps we will take will improve the safety. Beginning today, the United States of America gets back control. Thank you.